I received one of probably by far my favorite questions to date from one of my Sage Circle members the other day. This member is blind and was born blind and had a question about what does that mean for intuitively seeing. And today I want to cover the communication that I had with my guide about this and what came of it. This is your moment. If you've been following this channel, been hanging out with me, you've probably heard about the Sage Circle community. It is a global online spiritual community that is incredibly loving, uh, safe, and open to all. It is an absolutely spectacular community. Now, one of my community members asked me a question recently because I'm very interactive in the community um, myself. And they asked me a question. They explained to me that they have been blind since birth. And they were curious about what does that mean for intuitively seeing? And this question had never come across my table. And I was instantly, I, I wanted to wrap my heart around it. And I was like, give me a minute and give me a day or two and let me chat with my spiritual guide and see what he says. Because this is one of those questions where not just what I think. It really is a matter of figuring out like, what is this all about? So this session today is going to be a good example of all the possibilities that are out there. It's going to be hopefully a great example as to why it's helpful to continually enhance and improve your spiritual guide communication, because it's moments like this where it's not knowledge or information that I can just pull out of nowhere. So it is good to be able to have that guide communication, that ability to meditate into intuitive information, the ability to be aware of any downloads that come in or information, and be able to kind of put that, bring that into this world and put it into form. And I love how my guides work with me because they don't say this is how it is and this is always how it should be they typically talk in sense of, in in the sense of possibilities which makes sense to me on a deep level i am an original skeptic and i went from skeptic to psychic medium back in my early 30s when a very big event happened, et cetera, et cetera. And so I haven't been open my entire life. As a matter of fact, the first part of my life, I was very closed off, didn't have spirituality or religion. And so stepping into a spiritual path like this from skeptic to non-skeptic, I think has been a, a little bit of a, a, a gift for me and that it's helped me to keep just a little bit of my skepticism, right? A healthy bit of it. Um, and also in conjunction with that, keep the ability to be able to explore possibilities. That's what science is about. It's kind of what I love about it, about, about science, is to explore the possibilities and stay open to everything that could be. Now, I talked to my guide about this. So let's get let's get back to the, the question at hand. What is intuition like uh, seeing for somebody who was born without the ability to see, meaning no reference points. I don't have a reference point to what this looks like or that looks like. Now, I'm, I'm going to make a pretty safe assumption that they have reference point in touch and in hearing, but not those visuals. So what do the visuals look like? And this is what I said to my guide 
I said, you know, here's this fantastic question. I'm curious about it as well. Intuition, the sixth sense, uses the other five senses to communicate with you. So if it can't use one of the senses, how does that individual experience that sense intuitively? Not physically, but intuitively. And is that possible? So a couple things came through from my guide. One was kind of a, a little bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I've seen that and I've I've witnessed that with other people. One was that if one sense is uh, dulled or completely shut down, the other five, the other four senses will um, kick up into a, a heightened space. And that made sense to me. I'm like, I've seen that. I understand that. So yeah, but what about seeing? Does this just mean that in this human experience, they're not going to be able to see? And the response was no, they actually can, but they need to see through the layer of creation. And the way he explained it to me was that when the earth is created, everything that comes through here and comes, think of it as like a, a giant bubble bigger than the earth. And within that bubble, you know, the molecules all come together and create the, so the solid world around us that we experience every single day. Think of it in those terms. And there's a layer of a creation is the way he explained it to me. There's, you know, when, when this comes into form, when thoughts become things, when ideas and concepts come into form to create a desk, a wall, you know, uh, physical bodies, et cetera, et cetera. There is a, a layer of energy that these thoughts and ideas and desires and wishes come through into creation. And he called it the, the, the layer of creation. And he said, go back to your, your circle member and ask them to meditate into, quote, the layer of creation, the creation layer. And I said, okay, so is it located somewhere? And he just laughed at me. He's like, you know, it doesn't work like that. And I'm like, I got it. So it was an intent meditation of instead of focusing on trying to see the end result of the physical world around us in intuitive messages, in the intuitive channel, ask them to instead focus on the layer of creation that the thoughts, wishes, desires, and creation itself came through in order to form the solid things in this world that we're wishing to see intuitively. And oh, well, that's that's fascinating. Do you? And my next question: Do you have more details on the technique? Do you have more specifics on what I can tell this Sage Circle member? And the answer was no. You, you, they need to stay open. Just tell them only that and let them fall into it on their own. Let them, you know, slip into it on their own. Things that are very uh, heightened, things that are a very high vibration can be very difficult to put words to. And I know I'm probably not telling you anything that you haven't already experienced in some way, shape, or form. Think about deep, 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 amazing love between two people. Ugh, you can't put words to how that feels. So when we're trying to talk about something that is a, a thought layer, that is a layer of ideas and desires and timeline creations, it's hard to put words on that. So the only instruction I could give the circle member was 
just sit in meditation with the intent to submerse yourself into the layer of creation, this creation layer. And I'm actually even saying it two different ways because there's not even technically a term for it. <laughs> it's the concept of how things have come into being. And instead of someone who is living in this human body without sight and never had sight, instead of them uh, working on seeing the final result intuitively through their intuitive channel, my guide said, have them meditate back into the creation layer where the thought and the intention came through to form the object. I hope this makes sense. It made sense to me when when my guide was explaining it to me just because it helps, you know, when you get the visuals and things like this, but it was a very very interesting concept. I also, you know, asked can anyone, you know, set their intent to kind of meditate into the this creation layer and his answer was yes, absolutely. However, every single person is going to experience this creation layer, which is like an energetic layer. Every person is going to experience it differently. So to you in this session, if you're curious about this idea of uh, like a layer that thoughts and, and, you know, ideas and wishes have gone through this layer to create the earth as we know it today, all of our experience, our agreed upon reality, if you're curious about it, give it a try. Take 10 minutes quiet meditation and set just one simple intent to feel or submerse yourself in the layer of creation and stay open of how it expresses itself to you. It's going to happen very differently for you than it is for somebody else than it is for me. Absolutely going to happen very differently for somebody who, you know, is blind and doesn't have that that visual from the end result, as I said. I did ask, I'm gonna say one more thing. I did ask my guide when I said, can anyone experience this layer of creation, this kind of space that existed, you know, in linear, to create linear time and, and create everything that we now experience here in this world, this layer, is that something that, you know, is easily accessed by, you know, everyone. And he said, it's going to be more difficult for people who do have all five of the senses because they have a lifetime of relying on those senses. So for an individual who doesn't have a particular sense, I'm going to assume that this works also for an individual who perhaps cannot hear. They don't have a lifetime of relying on that sense. So they don't have to step far enough out of that pattern of using that one particular sense of visuals or hearing in order to be able to release themselves from that and experience that the purity in that creation layer. So yeah, he said it, it's going to be a heck of a lot easier for someone who hasn't been using one particular sense for an extended period of time or their entire lifetime, it is going to be easier for them to experience what the creation layer feels like. So that was a fascinating question. I just wanted to throw it out here. I'm hoping it's one of those things that kind of sparks more questions or sparks more interest. I love talking about very deep uh, spiritual metaphysical topics 
I have an entire library of them. <laughs> if this is your jam, because it's mine too, I I absolutely love it. I've been learning so much for so many years now at this point. But if that's your jam and you would love to sit down, you know, with a good bowl of popcorn and a hot cup of tea and watch a bunch of those videos, I'll put a link in here again for the Sage Circle. The Sage Circle has that library where we talk about the space in between the molecules, uh, soul groups, uh, linear time, all of that. So if that's your thing, check out the Sage Circle. You'll be glad you did. This podcast is brought to you by The Sage Method, the most comprehensive and down-to-earth intuitive development training available. Is this your year? Is it finally your time to increase your intuition, bring in more abundance, and experience the bliss you deserve? If yes, then join thousands of students across the world for a seven-week journey to uncover your natural, beautiful, and strong intuition. Visit us at thesagemethod.com for more information.